Hello and welcome to the Film Pulse podcast. This is episode number 453, I think. You sound unsure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 453. Yeah, I just confirmed it live. Nice. Uh, my name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hi. This week on the show, we're going to be taking a look at Prey, which is out now on Hulu. We're also going to be taking a look at some of what we've been watching on the watch list and this week's new releases in theaters, VOD, and Blu-ray. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please remember to review us on iTunes if you get a moment. That'd be great. Uh, With that, I think we can just go straight on in, straight on into our review, talking about Prey. Now, I was like beyond excited for this one. Let Let me start off with the synopsis. This is directed by Dan Trachtenberg. The origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth for this one. I'm a big fan of the Predator franchise. However, I've been let down by the Predator movies in the past. (laughs) No, you don't say? Uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, the last two predator movies so predators and whatever the one was before that the predator i think it was just called whatever the last two uh i actually liked um (laughs) the shane black one and then the one before that a lot of people didn't like the one before the most recent one but i thought it was fine Uh, This one, however, puts all those to shame, in my opinion. I think that this is by far the best Predator movie since the first one. And I think that fans of the Predator franchise will absolutely love this. Like, they will will just love every moment of this movie. Um, Now, Kevin, I don't know what your familiarity or like appreciation of predator is like, I I take it. You at least saw the first predator movie. You would be wrong. No, you. Okay. So, all right. I don't know anything about predator. Okay. I mean, I've seen them. Oh, you've, you're familiar with predator though. Right. I know what he looks like. Okay. I know, I know that he, you know, he can be invisible, you know, and he's got the, like the prong thing, like with his mouth. That shit's disgusting. I know yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. gross. I don't like it. Uh, okay, so and the funny, the interesting thing is, is I didn't really know a whole lot about Prey, and then you know I I'm starting to see stuff for Prey, you know, trailers and such, and just uh, rumblings and the like, and I'm just like, oh wait, this is a Predator movie? Is that what's this is what's happening? And I essentially told myself, like, oh, it's probably a good, a good time to finally watch Predator. Uh, that didn't happen. So Prey is my first Predator movie. Man, you never even saw, like, the Aliens versus Predator movies? None of those? Nope. None of them. Wow. Okay. Nothing. This is this This should be interesting, then. Yes. So having never seen a Predator movie, and by the way... My dad, because we were talking about Prey, and my dad was going to watch it with us, and then we had internet issues last night, so he didn't get a chance to watch it, Um, and I had to watch it today for the show. 
he never even heard of Predator. He literally never heard of Predator. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, no, I have no idea. And like, I, like we showed him pictures, and he was just like, nope, nope. It was like, you never heard of the movie Predator? You never even saw like the creature? You don't know anything about it? He's like, nope. I'm like, Which I, don't, is, I, I don't even understand how that can be. That's wild. Like, I could see my dad not knowing Predator, because my dad doesn't really watch movies. He only yeah, watches like my, comedies. That's the but thing, your like, dad watches movies. Yeah, my dad's like a movie guy. Like, he knows a lot about movies. He watches a lot of movies. Like, it's just so bizarre to me that he somehow missed out on this... I think very <laughs> popular franchise that's like pretty mu- I feel at least I thought that it was pretty much like permeated into pop culture like I thought that like everybody at least knew like I understand maybe not seeing the movies but at least knowing yeah. the character like what it looks yeah. like that's just so at least like when me. someone says predator you're like oh yeah 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 the, oh the alien yeah yeah or like the Arnold movie yeah yeah I get it I get it all right, so what were your initial impressions of Prey then? Uh, I I was pretty excited for this, just given the the um, the setting. I really like this idea of you know the Comanche Nation and some Comanche warriors taking on the Predator, and this kind of being the Predator, I guess, dropping down to to Earth for the first time. The origin story, if you will. So I was pretty excited. Uh, I was very happy with the landscapes and the the setting itself, just like the natural aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. They did a great job of that. Uh, and I gotta say, this was this is pretty damn good. And especially for like the the runtime of this, like this is just it feels like it packs a lot in. Yeah, um, this I'm, movie felt much longer than it actually was, but not not in a bad way. Exactly, I completely agree with you on that. Um, especially because, like, I literally, I just finished watching it like maybe half an hour ago, and just now when I was like pulling up the information, I saw that it, the the runtime was only an hour and forty minutes, but a lot happens. I mean, yes. At the end of the day, this is a this is a predator movie, but there's so many other things going on here that are beyond just the interactions with the predator. Like you have multiple other uh, elements here. You have like mountain lions and bears and the the white man to deal with. Like so, there's there's all these other aspects of it that are packed in here. In addition to like plenty of encounters with the predator like this is this is not a movie that skimps on action i'll i'll say that no, no but it does it's, a good job of of pacing it out yeah yeah it's it's not wall to wall i think that it's structured in a s- similar manner to the original predator movie where they keep the the premise like fairly simple um and i appreciated that as well and I, I just the number of like winks and nods to the original movie the action sequences themselves like you said the visuals like the atmosphere um the scene that takes place in that like kind of burnt burnt out forest area with like the ash coming down like it all just looks incredible i love movies set in the wilderness so that was like a plus for me also 
And I feel like that this came out at a really good time too, just socially, because we're seeing this kind of a groundswell in Native American representation in cinema and, and TV as well. And I think that it, it just, it came out at a really good time while we yeah. kind of celebrate that. Yeah. And I love, I love the, the, the pacing of this, not only in the sense of just how it kind of ratchets it up, like as the movie goes on, but also um, as someone that's not, that doesn't know about predator outside of like a couple of things here and there. I liked how, they kind of like as the movie went on, you learned a little bit more. Mm. Like as you're essentially, you know, in Amber Mid Thunder's shoes here, where it's like she's learning little by little, every you know these little aspects. And you know, they, they you know the next time we encounter the predator, we might learn one or two more things. And you're just like, okay, this is really interesting, right? I, yeah, I, I like this predator guy. It the the onboarding process for this is definitely very, um, very easy for the, for audiences who have not seen a predator movie, maybe haven't seen a predator movie in a long time or people, you know, coming to the franchise for the first time. It, it's, it, it does a really good job of like introducing this, this character to you and then like parceling out, its abilities, its weaponry, all of that stuff. And there's a lot of new stuff here too, to be clear. Like there's, there's stuff in here that I've never seen before. Maybe it's in like the comic books and the extended universe or whatever, but um, there's a lot of stuff here that I haven't seen before. And it's important to remember that this is 300 years before the, the first predator. So like it's weaponry is a little bit more primitive than, in the in in the later movies and stuff too so it's just it's awesome dude (laughs) like the action scenes in this are so well done maybe the only criticism i have is that there's a maybe a little bit too much handheld work with with some of those scenes it gets a bit shaky at times and the thing is like you can still see what's going on and it doesn't feel like the 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 shaky cam is trying to really hide anything per se, because the, the, like the action scenes, the choreography and all of that is very well done. So I've just, I feel like they could have just eliminated some of the, the shaky handheld shots there, but really that's kind of the only nitpick I have. I, I really enjoyed pretty much everything else with this. I thought it was really exciting. Uh, it's bloody. Uh, as you might expect, or as you would hope. I mean, that first Alien versus Predator movie was PG-13, so I don't know. But no. <laughs> um, the I liked the score too, which is another like rare thing that I noticed. I I really the the score felt new, but also um, but also reminiscent of the original film while also complementing the the setting of this movie so i thought that uh sarah did a really good job with the score probably mispronouncing her last name and i apologize and amber mid thunder was awesome in this like she kicked a lot of ass yeah yeah now as soon as she made the the tomahawk with oh the, man the rope on it i was yeah. like yes thank you thank you for doing that i'm Hell, gonna enjoy this yeah. later I can feel it. 
But yeah, that's the, the, the. I agree with you. The only thing I really have an issue with is some of the handheld during the during the action sequences. But in spite of that, I found almost all of the action sequences to be very fulfilling. Uh, the, all of them exciting, and they always they were always like better than the last one. Every oh, yeah, single yeah, one like, just it, got it, like a little bit better as mm-hmm. it went on, and you know, and I just you know. You're just not disappointed. There was no lull. There was just a nice build to each action set piece. Yeah, and, and each each time the things got like ramped up and were like bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you have like the the sort of ultimate showdown where there's a really great like gear up scene where there's like traps being set and stuff, and you just get so amped up because you know that it's going to be something big. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> and I just I also love to because I didn't know about the the fur trappers. I had no idea that the fur trappers were going to show up because that that kind of threw me for a little bit because I'm like, oh, okay, this we just we added a fold here. Mm. We have mm. a new wrinkle to this, and my first thought is, I hope that this wrinkle is just an excuse for the predator to annihilate <laughs> yeah. more people. Because he's not, he's not killing en- enough people. And I don't want him to kill any of the people that I've met before right, the fur yeah. trappers. But as soon as the fur trappers introduce, I'm like, yes, they will do. And there's a lot of them, too. So Yes. There's there's just, a, it <laughs> seems like too many fur trappers, but at the same time, you're like... Just enough I, for Predator. It's, yeah, it's fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, by this point, most people know like what the predator is about. They know what it looks like, all of that stuff. So there's no need to like hide it for very long. So there's a lot of scenes here where, I mean, predators just, he's using everything in his arsenal. Like maybe the most variety that we've seen in any of the predator movies. Cause he's just got all kinds of gadgets and goodies to uh, take out people in a variety of gruesome ways. And it was awesome. Uh, the like the shield thing, like I don't know if that's yeah. a new, yeah, that seems like maybe a new thing, yeah, because that was that was my my thought before the shield was introduced. I'm thinking, well, this guy is entirely overpowered for everyone that he's seeing, everyone that he's coming across, he's overpowered, and then the shield comes into play, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's I, that just made it worse, you know. I just I like I was surprised. I had a lot of fun with this. This was, this turned out far better than I was expecting. I had pretty high expectations for it. I was pretty confident that Dan Trachtenberg would do a good job with this franchise, knowing that he's a fan and just knowing the kind of person that, that he is. He's He's somebody who like really loves movies and these types of properties. So I kind of knew it was in good hands, but I still wasn't quite sure just because, you know, studio involvement could mess things up. Cause if, if you remember, he was originally working on the uncharted movie and then Sony got involved and like messed things up with that and he left. So I didn't know if it was like, you know, going to be one of those situations, but I'm very happy to say that uh, this one turned out great. Uh, loved every moment of it. I can't wait to watch it again. I think it was one of the best times I've had at the movies this year. 
I love the title card too. That that title card when it, you know, the the camera pans up and you have the prey title. Just the title mm. in and of itself, just calling it prey, I think is awesome. And I also liked uh, just how much awesome action there was in this. Like lots of hand to hand fights with the predator that we haven't really seen too much of in the past. Uh, lots of brutal hatchet action. I loved mm-hmm. the, like the hatchet on the string thing. I loved that. And th- there were bogs. There was a pretty, pretty serious was, bog scene in this too. Yeah. It plays a, it plays an important role here. Oh, and it, we, we can't, we can't, we can't forget about the dog too. Oh the yeah. I was a dog. As soon plays as that huge, yeah, and as soon as it was introduced, I was worried of the, you know, because the dog runs off. Mm-hmm. And you're just you're just sitting there, because you've seen so many movies, you're just just waiting for the dog runs off, and then you hear that, that yelp, the yelp from yeah. a distance, and you're like, oh, here we go. They find something out. They didn't do that. Nope. They didn't Restraint. Do, they didn't do that. Uh, it's one of the most horrible tropes in movies where Mm -hmm. the dog gets killed and that's a, that's an omen of things to come. And And it's especially when it's, (laughs) yeah, fortunately, especially when when they run off into the woods. Yep. Oh yeah. You got to hear the yelp and then, you know, yep. But fortunately that didn't happen in this one. So more kudos to them. Uh, I loved all the effects in this. The, the effects were quite good in my opinion. The, I liked, I mean, the, the, like the animal effects looked this, like the CG was, was good. Um, and then of course the creature effects on the predator itself was a really, I mean, a lot of it was practical. So like the, like the face and, and everything was all done with prosthetics and like animatronic type stuff. And it looked really good. I think that with the uh, predator, you kind of have to do it practical because it would look weird if it was CG, but yeah. It it looks really good. I like the way that they did the camouflage in this one. Um, just yeah, great set pieces too. Like unexpected things happen, fun things, scary things. Like it was just across the board, man. I just had a blast with this. Yeah, I, I was surprised, and it it definitely sold me on the idea of I need to watch the original Predator. Yeah, I think I you're gonna like on the that. original Predator a lot. It's Gotta it's a classic. On. I mean, it's a, it's a very similar movie, actually. It's like, it's uh, the original Predator is even more stripped down than this. Like, there's basically no plot other than them trying to kill it. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's more to this one with, with, uh, Amber Mid Thunder's character and her place in the tribe and all of that stuff. But yeah, I liked that too. How they they wove in like the predators, like their whole thing with like her sort of rite of passage and her like becoming the warrior and all of that stuff, and how they kind of weaved it into her story. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was really cool too. So yeah, great time, and the fact that it's on Hulu and everybody can watch it. Hulu. That's pretty surprising, too. I mean, this probably is the best movie I've ever seen go straight to Hulu. 
Yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> and also, I forgot to d- discuss this. Uh, they also have a Comanche version, which is the version I watched. So oh, it's all really? dubbed in Yeah, it's all dubbed in Comanche. I had no idea. Yeah. Which that's is interesting. You know, yeah. So that's uh that's quite something. That's awesome. That is really cool. I d- I I would have done I would have watched that if I had known that there were I well, didn't know that. You were talk some... you were talking about how you're excited to watch it again, so next time you watch it, yeah, I will. Slap on the uh the Comanche version. The 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 cool thing about that is even if you do watch the English version, they still make it clear that they're not speaking English. Like the fact that they're that the actors are speaking English is just for our benefit. And there's a scene that happens later in the movie that we understand then that like they're not actually speaking English. It's it's you know just for our benefit. Hmm. Gotcha. And I'm glad that they included that little bit in there it, it was the scene when she was with the trappers and they got the one guy that could speak comanche to translate oh, okay okay and i also appreciated that the the trappers there weren't any like there was no subtitles or anything for them so yeah because it doesn't matter what they're saying no you, you know what they're exactly. there for exactly they're not saying anything important nope <laughs> they're not important they're gonna die and that's what we all want exactly yeah, um, I was I was pretty confident that this movie would also be respectful of the the uh, the culture and the history and all of that stuff too. Like I wasn't too worried about that, um, and it, and it seems like it was that that it, it yeah. did present yeah. things in a respectful way, which is good. Yeah, no, all in all, definitely recommend. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and give it a score. I'm sitting high on this one. I'm at like an eight. Oh, my goodness. I'm uh, yeah. like a, I'd say a seven. I'm at a seven. There you have it. Pray. Check it out now. It is playing in theaters, too. So I think that this would be a great one to see on the big screen. But if you have Hulu, you can uh, watch there as well. All right. Let's talk about some of what we've been watching. I had a pretty light week this week. Uh, I saw The Reef Stalked. This is a sequel, sort of, to The Reef, which I never saw. Never saw the original. Okay. Directed by Andrew Trauke. Uh, This is the guy who pretty much has made his career by doing animal attack movies. He did the original Reef, and then he was the guy who did, uh, excuse me, the Blackwater movies, which were the uh, alligator, alligator attack movies. Where is it a crocodile? It was a crocodile, sorry. Those were okay. Uh, I remember thinking that the first one was like, all right. And then the second one, which came out pretty recently, was just not. It was pretty much the same thing. Uh, The Reef Stalked, what you have here is your pretty classic shark attack movie. It's a a group of friends who go out for a a kayaking trip and they uh, get stalked by a shark. And the shark kills them one by one. That's it. Mm. Cool. Yep. Brings nothing new to the table. That sounds uh, boring. And yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, why wouldn't you just watch Jaws? Rewatch yeah. Jaws. Or Jaws 2. Just watch Jaws or Jaws 2. Because both of those are better than the reef well, there was, stalked. What, what, was, what was that other shark attack one? Um, There's a million of them. 
Yeah, I know, but <laughs> open water yeah, I, was one. Uh, what was the one with the surfer? Uh, she went to like a secluded area, like a beach, to do some surfing. Oh, the one with um Blake Le- Lively. Blake Blake Lively, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty good. That one was good because that brought something new to the table. There was there was something different about that one. I liked that one. There was also the one, and I can't remember the name, where the sharks get uh, are attacking in a supermarket. Into what? Hmm? Yeah. It, it, it's uh, there's like a hurricane, like a typhoon situation, and it leaves a bunch of sharks inside of a supermarket. Oh, that's bait from 2012. Bait, yeah. Tsunami, bait. tsunami just flipped the food chain. Yeah. Well, see fuck. that. That's a cool idea right there. Because, like, you know, they're having to, like, hop across the shelves and stuff. Because the whole place is flooded and there's sharks everywhere. Uh Uh-huh. That's something different. Yeah. But the reef stalked is not different. And what's worse is that they try to, like, shoehorn in this awful... I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, a metaphorical thing that's happening here because... Uh, the reason that they're on this trip is because another one of their friends was murdered by her husband. And so there's like, it's just not good. Just not good. Hmm. I'm surprised that they, like in all the shark movies that we have, we haven't had a, like something disastrous happens at an aquarium. Um, wasn't Jaws three at an aquarium? It's Jaws three an aquarium film because if it is i'm watching that too going adding and bait i'm pretty jaws sure 3. i'm pretty sure jaws 3 because there's that scene when they're in the the walkway like the tube uh, where yeah, you're under the yeah. water and they see it sea coming and, yeah i'm pretty sure that's jaws 3 because that was the 3d one yeah yeah okay i think i'm gonna have to gonna have to watch that have you seen yeah. jaws 2 I have not seen Jaws 2. Because Jaws 2 is better than Jaws well, I 3. I imagine, yeah. But Jaws 3 has Dennis Quaid. It does. Does Jaws 2 have Dennis Quaid? I don't think so. I bet you Jaws 2 doesn't have fuck jack shit. No, it has Roy Schneider. Oh, okay. Yeah, Roy Schneider comes back. <laughs> All right. Brody's doing his thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got to watch the second one. Guess what we inadvertently did? See, would you watch the wrong movie? No, oh. I did a I did a first and last. Oh, okay. With Paul Schrader. Ah, classic. So Schrader. I watched I watched Schrader's directorial debut, which is finally finally on Criterion Channel, which is Blue Collar. You got Harvey Keitel. Yafa Koto and Richard Pryor. Classic that's, trio. That's that's your fucking cast right there. Are you kidding me? They're auto workers, and it's just them. You know, the the working in the working in the factory, working on the assembly line. Uh, a little bit of them outside of that, like at the bar and stuff. And what it comes down to is the the unions not really helping them out. <clears throat> There's some like some small stuff that's like not being addressed that they they really wish would 
would be taken care of. Uh, and of course, they're getting shit from, you know, management and everything, as you naturally do. And so what they what they decide, or what they come up with is they plot to rob the the union headquarters. So break into the safe, take the money because they all they all need something. You know, Harvey Keitel's daughter needs braces, so he needs money for that. Everyone needs money. So this is the, the, the idea that they come up with. Break in. There's no money there. But they take a little safe that just has paperwork in it. But the thing is, is on the on the newscast, when the union's being interviewed about it, they're like, yeah, we lost $10,000. So they're like, what the hell's going on here? So the unions try to do some insurance fraud, and then it becomes a whole fucking thing, man. Whole thing that they got to deal with. And uh, it's pretty damn good for a directorial debut. I mean, at this point, you know, Trader pretty much made him name for himself as a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, the, the, the script is great for this. But I think it just really also helps that you have these three guys for your first movie. Like I, you can't really go wrong with these three guys. I don't, I don't know what more you could want in a movie, really. I need to definitely up my uh, Schrader game. Oh, this is def- like, because I haven't been able to. This hasn't been streaming anywhere for a long time. I've been trying to find this for years, so it's finally on Criterion Channel. Take advantage of it before it leaves. Okay, and then I take it the next one you watched was The Card Counter? Yeah, I watched The Card Counter. Didn't like it. I liked The Card Counter. That was cool. Didn't like The Card Counter. But I do like the idea of Ty Sheridan as like a greasy like metal dude. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in that role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looked, that looked so natural to him. It's just like, yes, he's found his character. This is what he needs to do from here on out. Because uh, he, he makes a good dirt ball. Oh, yeah. But uh, this... Okay, like the movie itself, it's 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 decent. It's okay. The performances aren't that great. The, I, the only thing that I really took away from this that I thoroughly enjoyed was the kind of the experimental camera work at the, the, the interrogation site. Where it's mm-hmm. like two, you know, two images kind of like being peeled but kind of come is rotating back in on itself like I, I i don't know i've never seen that before and i thought it was i thought it was pretty great but i just want to talk about something when it comes to streaming that i find that's difficult or is weird in a way is that you're not experiencing things the same way as other people because there's a certain point this movie shifted for us and I don't know if it's how it was filmed and it was actually a choice. Like, I didn't, I don't know if it was to signify that he, that uh, Oscar Isaac's character was starting to tilt or if my HBO Max app wasn't working correctly. <laughs> so I'm not sure which one it was. So everything's like, everything kind of gets like a little choppy. No, well, no. Because like I, the movement, I don't remember that. everyone's movements got weird. Oh no, no, no! But the weird the, thing was is that I couldn't pin it down. Is when they talked, everything was fine. Like it didn't affect the speech. 
and the dialogue. It was just their movements. Yeah, I don't remember that. I, th- I think that might have been some kind of glitch or something in your streaming. Yeah, it was just, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. But again, you know, that's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if this is how the movie's supposed to be or if my internet's having issues. Seems like it was a streaming thing. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I was like, this is, I mean, if this is a choice, it's a terrible choice. Yeah, I definitely don't remember that when I saw it. And I did see it on streaming also. All right, so that's the card counter. Not a big fan. I I enjoyed it. That was quite good. I was enamored by it. Oh yeah. Uh, the last one that I saw was was uh, called What Josiah Saw. And uh, this this just dropped on Shutter, directed by Vincent Grash Grashall. Didn't know what to expect with this one. Uh, I didn't actually have much of a desire to see it, so it was kind of like a last minute thing where I was just looking to put something on, wasn't too invested. Um, but then it, it quickly hooked me. This is a, I was expecting it to be just another full car movie and it, it is sort of, but it leans more into like kind of crime thriller territory than some kind of like full car tale. It is interesting because it's told in chapters and it follows uh, these three siblings and each chapter is a different sibling. And then there's like a final chapter that, that pulls everything together. Um, so you have Robert Patrick in here as, as Josiah, he's the, the patriarch of this, this family. And um, then you have uh, Nick Stahl, Scott Hayes, Kelly Garner. Those are the children. And then it goes through each of their stories and then they all get, they're in different places. They get pulled together to go back to this farmhouse where they grew up in order to sell it. They're, they're trying to, there's a land developers trying to like set up an oil operation there it's in Texas. And, um, they just need to sign to, to sell the land, sell the property, get some money. But, mm-hmm. uh, old, old, um, secrets boil to the surface and there's uh, a lot of horrible things that uh, come to light and it's a pretty disturbing movie very disturbing actually Uh, but it's very it's really interesting it goes places that i definitely didn't see it going there's like gypsy curses in here and it's like it's very um it's very interesting because of how it takes its time developing these three siblings over the course of uh, the runtime, which is just at two hours. I read a, uh, someone on uh, letterbox, Jacob Knight, shout out to him. Uh, men says that it's like, uh, he said, it's the closest thing we'll ever get to S Craig Zoller's the haunting of Hill house. And I think that that's like a really great way to look at this. Um, if you're familiar with S Craig Zoller's movies, he make he he makes these uh kind of genre films that like are really character focused and have these like kind of just very detailed explanations about um the characters and stuff and also 
the dialogue in this movie is very good. It's a, this is a very well-written film. Uh, it's really witty dialogue. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So this was a big surprise for me. I had zero expectations, and I came away from this liking it quite a bit. So it's not, it's not perfect. It definitely drags. And it actually takes a while to get going, but I think the end result is is uh, definitely something interesting. So I do recommend What Josiah Saw on Shudder. Check it out. Nice. I have this on my watch list, so that's encouraging news. It looks great, too. Nice. Yeah. Let's take a look at what we have in theaters this week. We got Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. This looks decent. Horror movie. I'll, I'll uh, maybe... Maybe check it out. I don't know. Uh, let's see what else we have. Fall. This is a sort of a, a containment thriller about two friends who climb one of the tallest structures in the United States, which is a mm-hmm. TV tower that's 2,000 feet tall. And guess what? They get stuck. They get stuck on the top. I uh, saw this movie, but I can't talk about it quite yet because it'll still be under embargo when this um, when this episode drops. But I'll talk about it next week. We also have Mac and Rita. This is a comedy with Diane Keaton. I think it's like where uh, sort of like a big situation where she's she she plays like a twenty something year old, and then but like everybody says that she acts like an old she she's like a. a a 20 something year old, but like her, her, mm. she's like a 70 year old in a 20 something year old's body is what I meant to say. Oh, no. And, uh, something happens where she wakes up and guess what? She's dying Keaton all of a sudden. Naturally. So that's, uh, and comedy ensues, uh, on VOD this week. Let's see on the eighth, we have Dawn. This is, uh, it looks like a rideshare type thriller, like we haven't seen those before. Uh, on the ninth, we have Of the Devil. That sounds like a horror movie, if there ever was one. We have Tin Can. This is a, like a sci-fi horror movie, I think. Probably going to check this out, because it also seems like a bit of a containment type situation. Checking out Tin Can? Yeah, I might. I might check this out. Uh, we have Merald. Yeah, this looks like a Scandinavian Scandinavian film on a catamaran. Film team sets off on a catamaran to make a thriller. Uh, they come across surprises, and in the end, you can't distinguish between reality and fiction. You know, <laughs> you know, I love that. I'll blur those lines. Blur them up. We have my favorite girlfriend. That's also on the ninth, and then on the twelfth. We have I Love My Dad, which is a comedy with Patton Oswalt. Uh, and then we also have Rogue Agent, which sounds like some kind of uh, political thriller, maybe. With, uh, yeah, Gemma Arterton's in this one. This is, this, this is incredible, because it's directed by Declan Lawn and Adam Patterson. <laughs> you dude. I saw this. Yeah, I saw. I got an email about this. It was like Adam Patterson's Rogue Agent. I'm like, what? And it's spelled the same yep. too. It's two T's. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw this because there was a there was like an email that I got about interviewing Adam Patterson, and I'm like, what? That'd be weird. Oh man, you got to check out like 
uh, I guess Alon and Patterson are a, a, a directing duo, and their first movie is called Rough, where a local dog gets it receives the death sentence. It's, no, I don't think so. No, you, I think I'm just gonna not. Oh, no, you. That. It looks like they the the street thugs come to to save the dog. Oh, that's cool. All right, on V uh, on Blu-ray this week. We have the 4K version of Heat coming out from 1995. Man, I gotta rewatch that. I've been meaning to rewatch this bad boy. Uh, looks like Event Horizon is coming out on a 4K edition. This is the 25th anniversary edition. Oh, hell yeah. I doubt that it's that fabled uh, director's cut, though. It'd be incredible if it was. I do not think it is. Sonic the Hedgehog 2... Uh, mm. Crimes of the Future. Uh, we got Doom from 2005. That's the one with The Rock. Oh, boy. Uh, Men is coming out, which is interesting. I-, I have not seen Men yet, which is... I'm a big fan of Alex Garland, and yet I haven't seen this. I heard kind of middling... Heard bad things. Yeah, I haven't heard great things about it. So I've been kind of like not... Not too excited to see it. It looked good, but something tells me like the twists and stuff in it are going to not be to my liking. Yeah. Uh, we have Back to the Beach from 1987. Cool. Back to the Beach. Yeah, it's on that Paramount signature series or whatever it's called. We have uh, Dr. Lamb from 1992. Uh, let's see. Flying Guillotine 2 from 1978. Uh-oh. Here it is. Down to Earth from 2001, starring Chris Rock. Yes. Uh, L.A. AIDS Jabber from t- from 1994. What? L.A. AIDS what? Jabber. L.A. AIDS. Yeah. Jabber. So this is on a label called Visual Vengeance. And the synopsis here is a guy who has been diagnosed with AIDS decides to get his revenge on the world by attacking people with hypodermic needles filled with his blood. Oh, boy. That just seems really tasteless. Uh, What else we got here? State of Grace from 1990. Nitrum from last year. Learning to Drive from 2014. It's like on a Shout Selects collection or something, looks like. Psycho Gothic Lolita from 2010. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Mm, that's pretty much it. What about Criterions? Still none. No Criterions. Take another, taking yeah. a summer break. They're on vacation, I guess, is what they're doing. I guess so. They went back to the beach. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net and at filmpulsekevin. And if you have a moment, consider giving us a review on iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. For Kevin Rakestraw, my name is Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Bye.